Well, I want to start off um, by um, reading something that you wrote right after you were injured. You went on Facebook and yeah. you posted a lengthy blog. Yeah. Yeah. You know what this is? Oh, yeah. You said this. You going to read the whole thing? No, I'm going to read some of it. This is such BS. All the training and sacrifice just flew out the window with one step that I've done millions of times. The frustration is unbearable. The anger is rage. Why the hell did this happen? Makes no damn sense. Now I'm supposed to come back from this and be the same player or better at 35? How in the world am I supposed to do that? I have no clue. Do I have the consistent will to overcome this thing? Maybe I should break out the rocking chair and reminisce on the career that was. Maybe this is how my book ends. Yeah. Maybe Father Time has defeated me. Then again, maybe not. It's 3.30 a.m., my foot feels like dead weight, my head is spinning from the pain meds, and I'm wide awake. Forgive my venting, but what's the purpose of social media if I won't bring it to you real, no image? Feels good to vent, to let it out. To feel as if this is the worst thing ever. Because after all the venting, the real perspective sets in. Uh, there are far greater issues and challenges in the world than a torn Achilles. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Find the silver lining and get to work with the same belief, same drive, and same conviction as ever. One day, the beginning of a new career journey will commence. Today is not that day. If you see me in a fight with a bear, pray for the bear. <laughs> I've always loved that quote. That's Mamba mentality. We don't quit, we don't cower, we don't run, we endure and conquer. Here's the other thing. Let us say together, it's possible. It's necessary. It's me. Yes, write that down. It's me. Take ownership for your life. Nobody can live your dream for you but you. Nobody's going to take care of your business like you. Stop coming up with excuses. Don't give yourself permission to continue to live a small life. You can't fit a big dream into a small life. Give yourself permission to go for it, to test yourself, to challenge yourself, to live full. I like the saying, always strive to get on top in life because it's the bottom that's overcrowded. The reason you're here is because there's something in you that says, I can do more. This just can't be it. There's something in you. There's a calling on your life. There's something in your heart that caused you to get dressed and, and spend the money to go to seminar after seminar and listen to message after message and speaker after speaker because there's something in you that tells you this is not it for you. You have not peaked here. There's more in you that you're expressing. Eye has not seen, ear has not heard, nor has entered the man, heart of mankind. What's in store for you if you challenge yourself, if you persist and persevere, if you take ownership for your life? George Bernard Shaw said the people that make it in this life, they look around for the circumstances that they want, and if they can't find them, they create them. Create what you want. You have the power in you to do the more than you can ever begin to imagine, to control your destiny, to make a difference in our children, to make a difference on the planet, to make an impact. Let us say together, it's me. Let us say together, it's hard. Say it like you know it. Say it's hard. Ladies and gentlemen, it's hard. There are people who have seen their retirements taken away from them by the corporations that they work for. They were within two or three years of retiring and they had it taken from them. The number one entrepreneurs in this country now are senior citizens. The number one employer, number two, McDonald's and Walmart. And there's nothing wrong with those jobs. I guarantee you those people did not have a plan to end up living their lives at the end of life with those types of jobs. And they didn't have a plan like you have and while you're investing in yourself not to. And it's hard. There are people making choices between purchasing prescription drugs 
drugs or paying for gas or mortgage note. It's hard when you're working on a job for 20 years, 30 years, give them some good years, and then they come in and tell you we've downsized. In other ways, other words, you're fired. And then you have to start all over again. How many of you know it's hard? Raise your hands, please. the impact secret podcast show welcome to the family to my existing family big up as always thank you for joining on this podcast show we shift the mindset through inspiration motivation with a standing foundation of self-discipline i am your respectful host ed for all you smart and intelligent folks out there that just simply means ed now pull up to the dinner table i got some stories to tell you know the motto the slogan that we go by here Bet on yourself. You won't win unless you get in the game and play. Today's quote, well, the quote we've been following is, you never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. Execution on disciplines and habits creates freedom. That's my remix on Jocko Williams. I think I said, is it Jocko Williams or whatever? But anyway, that's my remix on there. One question. Two thought-provoking statements. First question, what challenges have you pushed through? Again, what challenges have you pushed through? First thought-provoking statement, the mountain approach. The mountain approach. And number, uh, the second thought-provoking statement, ownership of yourself. Ownership of yourself. Well, family, I don't know about you, but... uh, Let's jump into the show and let's have some fun today. Oh, you're probably wondering what the title is. If you already haven't seen it, I don't know. But I had to, this title was inspired by Kobe Bryant. If you see me in a fight with the bear, pray for the bear. Again, if you see me in a fight with the bear, pray for the bear. Let's get into today's show. As always, family, I hope you enjoyed those audio clips. The first clip was Kobe Bryant, and I extracted that clip. It was uh, a clip about uh, when he had tore his Achilles, 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 Achilles heel. And again, like if you don't know about the Achilles heels, like they said, it is the kiss of death for NBA players. Um, it you know, well, basketball players or any player, I guess you you could say, but mostly since that we were talking about basketball is it is a a kiss of death and it goes back to what i i am starting to believe more and more that i think a lot of times we forget the importance of being able to have the ability or the landscape to vent there's nothing wrong with venting and and i had to learn the difference i think walter bond is is one of the people that um, inspired me to understand the aspects of venting when he told the story about not making the uh, basketball team and how emotional he had got and he vented and and his, i think his father said hey look you have you know today tomorrow but after that 
we need to get at it. And and I may be paraphrasing, but go check it out. It was really a really good story. But the point I'm trying to make is, is that a lot of times we we, we misconstrue what the difference is between venting and complaining. See, venting is the frustration, the the anger, the 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 discouragement, if that's even a good word, but I just made it up. But disencouragement of not being where you feel that you should be or not being where you know you should be. See, that's why I enjoy I, I started listening to a lot of Kobe Bryant interviews because, the, you know, near the end of his career, he started opening up a lot more. And I was like, man wow, this is my favorite player because this is, you know, have you ever just thought about it, family? Like when you start aligning with someone and you like, uh, you, you start hearing information or, or, or things that you've been thinking, but you was like, man, maybe this is just me. Maybe I'm just crazy. Cause I, when he started talking about that mountain and I, that's why I call it the mountain approach. That is so true. We get caught up at, and at the end result, that we can we lose focus on the steps. I've shared this with you before, family, where, you know, being six five and I'm and and I'm long. So what I mean by long meaning um my arm reach and my legs are long. You know, they used to call me like stilts and things like that. You know, people cracking jokes trying to be funny, but it was corny. But I digress. Anyway, uh and the thing about it is with me having the ability to run and skip stairs. So as someone would normally take one stair at a time, I would take three, four, five if I potentially could, if I got a good running start. And what I what I what I realized is is that there has been a couple times, you know, when I would do that and I would when I, I call myself skipping these stairs, I would miss the stair that I was aiming for and just bust my my head. So from there on I said, you know what? I'm not in that amount of rush to, to just skip all those stairs. So let me just take one stair at a time. And that is what it what it is about the mountain approaches is that we can get so caught up and confused of watching what other people are doing or what we think where we should be or where we know we should be. And what would tend to happen is we'll we'll start looking up. And, and forget to look where we're walking to. Ooh, I think I like that. Where we're stepping to, I think I like that. Reason why I like that is, if, I, if you don't mind, if I unpack that is, a lot of times when you look up, you can't see where you're going. When, I, when, you, when you look up, you start getting distracted by the, the opportunity. You start getting distracted by the excitement of man. I'm, I'm when I get there. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Instead of just saying, "This is where I'm at. Let me take this next step. Let me share something with you, family." Because maybe this can give some more insight. You see, when I decided to start this whole podcast and and going and and since I've been on this journey, there's been some frustrating moments to me because I'm listening to other podcasts or I'm listening to some other speakers and I'm like, you know, I, I say it with the most humble and the most respectful manner. And I'm just like, no, nah, that's not it. Like I'm not learning. You know, I mean, you know, when you, when you really get into a craft, you start seeing the things that used to excite you about what you were listening to. You're like, you're not turned on anymore. It's like, 
you 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 know that they're hitting excitement buttons or I should say messing with your dopamine and instead of really truly giving you value that's why a lot of times you will see people go to seminars or conference and still come and, and come back with the same uh, mentality because of the fact of they didn't take the information and say when I get back I'm gonna apply it they got excited they got encouraged yet they didn't come back and have an actionable plan to put in place to be what they what they were dreaming of after they were uh, after they went through the conference or the seminar that's why it's important family when you hear great you know, inspiration, motivation, or anything on self-discipline or habits that you immediately take the information and find ways. How can I implement this in your, in, in your life? Because if you don't do that, what will tend to happen is you will go on a, on a, I, I call it a hamster wheel of, you know, emotions or a hamster wheel of more or less of motivation and inspiration that it's not really doing any true value for you you're not building any value only I can only talk talk about what I know not what I think see that's how I was when I started my personal development journey um, and that's why I was able to relate to Jim Rohn as well because he said you know he just went all in and, and and I was doing that and I'm still struggling with that today family because of the whole shiny syndrome objects of like oh well this is the thing that's going to help you become you know better or this is the thing um that's going to help you take it to the next level just invest 997 and then you don't finish the course or you don't take action or better yet the course is not even as valuable as what you thought the course should have been and that's a perception a perception or of what you think but what i'm trying to drive home here family is is that when you hear some great information on the impact secret podcast show selfless plug i shameless plug i apologize but Take this information and go, you know, immediately and see if it works for your life. You know, we're mad scientists here. So when I when I first heard about measuring, you know, what you're doing, then I was like, you know, I put it off. And then finally I said, no, no more. There's no point of listening to something uh, and not taking action and seeing if it works because you're wasting your time. And when you waste your time, time is something you won't be able to get back. But the key thing is customization. So you have to have the endurance when you're on this mountain approach, because if you don't have the endurance, I always ask, like, how was you know, Kobe Bryant able to be as great as, as he was, or how was Jordan or LeBron, or even when I look at speakers, like what separates the, the great speakers, or I should say the good speakers and the great speakers, like what is the, you know, what difference them? And I'm still studying that piece because that is where my arena is. That is where I'm going. That is the next step in my life of my career path. But I truly want to understand it because I, I, what I'm learning is, is that it seems like it's a series of habits. When you look at, at, at Kobe, it was a series of habits of getting up early and going, you know, working out throughout the day. See, as an entrepreneur, and I'm not a full-time entrepreneur. Um, I'm just, you know, I work a full-time job. If you're not aware, as well as I do this being the show and, um, I'm learning, you know, social media, as well as um, building a sort of like a sales and marketing type uh, business as well on the side, because I feel that 
that is the wave. I mean, you can't get customers without social media or some type of, you know, like a Facebook ad or a Google ad or Utah or those various ads. So that's what I'm studying. That is the next step for me as far as just besides speaking, I need to be able to understand how do I get this this information in front of more people. But the point I'm trying to make to you family is, is that, is that it's, it's an endurance run. This is, this is a, this endurance run that we're on. You have to be willing to study people, but yet you have to study the, the number one individual in your life, which is yourself. And if we don't study ourselves, then how can we move forward? Because we won't know where some of our weak points are. And that's why I've I've made it a, you know, a goal week by week. And I'm, and I'm going to give you some tactics. I, I think I shared a little bit about this, but I, I'm, I'm do it again just because. When you repeat something over and over, finally it will click for someone or or maybe they'll have a better grasp of what's going on. But for me, I put together an Excel spreadsheet. I separated it between the habits that I want to do and the income producing um, items that I need to do. So one tab has the habits. The other tab has income producing things that I want to achieve. In doing so, I put a one percent because I this is my this is my my theory. I'm like one percent of people are willing to get up at maybe four or five o'clock. So whatever time that is for you, that's one percent. Uh, I put a percent there, but the the overall approach is 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 that uh, I want to measure myself week over week to see how I'm performing. Like I've been noticing that on my habits, I've been executing extremely well. Like each week I keep getting better and better, but my income producing habits, uh, let's just say it just seemed like they went for vacation. So I have to figure out why, you know, have, am I, am I slacking there? And and another key tip family is, is that I, I, I'm documenting my journey. I wanted to do it on video, but I said, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to do it in an Excel doc and see kind after, you know, I go back and set a time limit. So for me, I did, uh, I'm doing 40 days and I don't know how far I got to look and see where I'm at as far as how many days. And what gets me excited is to, to be able to document like what, what I was going through either yet the day before or the actual day. And I'm only doing Monday through Friday. See, I always talk about this family. That's, this is that mountain approach of taking, one step at a time. Yes, I could potentially do seven days or six days, but the way to the the mountain approach is taking with me taking one step at a time. That requires me to say, okay, I'm going to make myself extremely uncomfortable, uncomfortable, but I won't put myself in a position where I, I push myself to give up. We will what we'll do is get so excited by someone telling us of their journey of what they're doing. And but you don't know what was the work before that. Like someone say, yeah, you know, I'm working out three, four times a day. And you're like, oh, okay, I want to do that. Uh, You know, I want to get ripped and cut like that because they're working out three or four times a day. And this is their results. But the question is, how did they start? See, family, we have to start asking questions because, see, you've you've pushed through some challenges before in your life. You pushed to get to some goals in your life and you have to ask yourself, how did I how did I even complete that goal? 
How was I able to get that job that I said that I wanted or, you know, uh, how was I able to find that life partner or how was I able to fix what, you know, whatever that thing is. And it, I guarantee you, it was a step-by-step approach. Now you may have been able to skip the line. You may have been able to you know, find a faster way there. However, it's always going to come back to the foundational step-by-step approach. And sometimes when you get caught up in how people got there, you know, you'll look at like a Kevin Hart, you're like, man, he's just so extremely successful. He just, you know, he just got there fast. And no, when you read his book, he breaks it down. And that's what I love. That's one thing I loved about um, when reading his, his first book is, is that, he talked about the the sacrifices, the struggles of being willing to, you know, do stand up in certain areas, drive from Philly to New York and 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 put on shows. Now, I can imagine how uncomfortable that was. But when you're going after the thing you said you wanted, comfortable being comfortable is not an option. Being safe is not an op- option. When I mean being safe, meaning okay, I hope this is a safe bet. You don't know if it is or not. I, you know, sometimes I, I always want to be able to sit down, you know, with my, my, my uh, younger self and ask, you know, if you knew that you had an opportunity to be great, what would you do? What would you do? If you had an opportunity to ask what you wanted for out of life, what would you ask for? See, family, all I'm all I'm doing is trying to challenge the status quo. I'm trying to to why I'm challenging the status quo of saying that we have to stick to one thing or we have to be one thing that is so false. You know, when we start taking ownership, when you start taking ownership, when I start taking ownership, the doors are open for us because we can go and you know, experiment with this. Hey, is this, you know, do I want to, do I want to build a company? All right, let me see, you know, how I'm doing over here. Let me test out a couple things. Do I want to, you know, um, be an executive? Do I want to, uh, you know, um, go play a professional sport? I don't know what that thing is for you, but it's all, they all drive or all have a foundational standpoint. When you make your mind up after doing a couple of tests and you say, you know what, I think I like this. And then you go all in. That's the approach. I mean, it's, it's, it's simple. We, we complicate things because of what we see others doing. But what the thing is, is they talk so much, they being, you know, whether the press or whatever, talk about the success, they don't really go to in, in, in details about the struggle, about the sacrifice, because that's not sexy. That's not appealing. What's appealing is you seeing somebody that, you know, went from making, you know, let's say $10,000 um, a, a month or, excuse me, a year to making a million dollars a month. And you're like, I want that. How did they do that? But they don't show you the steps, the sleepless nights or the having to get up early so they can work on their dream and still fulfill 
the paying the bills and and going to work another side job or whatever, whatever they have to do to make sure that their dream came true. But one thing I've realized is, is that they stuck with it. And that's what we have to do, family. When you find something that you lock in with, you have to stick with it. I have to stick with this speaking. I have to work on getting better. Like for the month of, I'm either starting I'll probably start tomorrow of telling stories. I want to be the greatest storyteller. And the only way to do that is to practice. So I have to find out how do I want to practice? Do I want to practice here? Do I want to? So, but I'm not going to complicate it. I'm going to just go ahead and do it. And then I'll get better. That's again, why I started doing five episodes a, uh, a week, because it gives, I, I won't be able to catch some of these guys that, are doing extremely well on their show and they're producing once or twice a week. I won't be able to catch them unless I produce more than them. I have more episodes because then I get the trash episodes out of my system. And now you're getting, you're getting so much value. You're like, this guy needs to be charging for what he's doing. I understand that. But family, I'll, I'll say this and I won't, I won't keep it too long. I, I won't keep hold you too long, but I want you to understand when you make that decision, to take this amount and approach when you when you find in yourself that you know what I'm not going to have a victim mentality I'm going to take ownership and I know it's hard I struggle with it too family that's why I can relate I'm not telling you something as I always state what I think I'm telling you what I know there's so many people that's trying to sell us things and uh, and and I I'll be the first one to tell you I invest in myself a lot because I know that the only way to get more out of myself is to, first of all, be around like-minded people. And second of all, being able to find different techniques that I can borrow and customize to fit me. So I am a big proponent of that. But what I don't want you to get get caught up in, in is the uh, motivational or, or, or inspirational uh, cycle uh, as I talked about the hamster wheel of and never going anywhere with it, being able to apply it, being able to benefit from it, because if there's if I'm unable to give you information that is of value to be able to, for you to benefit from, that's why I told you about the Excel. Uh, and I don't know if I told you the Excel sheet that I use because you need to start tracking what you're doing. If you don't measure, if you don't track, you don't know what's going on. And for for a while, I, w- I guess I didn't know what was going on. So I'd be the first one to admit it. I was just, I was just saying, I just wrote down the habits that I I planned on doing for the week. And I never marked off if, if I did them because I was just like, well, you know, this is, um, I do it anyway, but what about the days that I do miss? Or what about the days that something comes up? And then I have, I can, I can look at when that something comes up, I can say, well, you know what? I should have been had that done. I had a window of 30 minutes, but instead of, you know, uh, working on the habit and the income producing activity that I said that I wanted to do, I chose to to spend it doing something that had no value. I, I read this uh, uh, blog and I, man, I wish I can say the guy's name. Uh, I'll probably tell you guys about it tomorrow more in depth, but he said something that was really unique. He said, how you need to start looking at time is he said, just imagine your time being a thousand dollars an hour. I'll say that again. He said, imagine your time being a thousand dollars an hour. And, um, the, 
I mean, what is the gentleman's name? I really want I really want the, the family to know this because I always want to give credit where credit is due. So I may just put it in the show notes of the of the guy that that had it in the actual blog. I may I may even link that together. Uh, but yeah, he said a thousand dollars an hour. And I was just like, wow, that's amazing. I said, because if you start viewing yourself as your time being considered for each hour that you spend is worth a thousand dollars an hour, you would spend your time a little bit different. And I was like, yeah, I'd probably nah, not. It ain't no probably I would. It'd be there would be conversations that I, I wouldn't have. There were there would be distractions that I wouldn't allow it to get in the way. And I think that was the whole message. That was the whole reasoning is, is that you won't allow certain things to get in your way. Like Eric talked about when he talked about procrastination and he said that someone asked him, how do you get, uh, how do you beat procrastination? I never thought about that uh, or whatnot. And he gave a really good answer. He was just like, well, if I told you I had X and I forgot the dollar amount, so I'm going to say X amount, X amount of money here for you, but I need you to be here at, I think it was said four or five o'clock in the morning every day. Would you be able to do that? And he was like, yeah, no problem. So I think about that too, family of, a lot of times we, if, if we started looking at things differently, if we said, you know what, let me start working on this side hustle. Let me, let me start working on another macro or micro skill. Excuse me. Where would we, where would we be? What, what, what could we accomplish? I believe that, I believe that you uh, family have an opportunity to comp- accomplish anything that you truly set your mind to. And I'm not trying to sound cliche, but I really believe it. When someone told me that, hey, I'll never be able to go to college. I'm, I wasn't smart enough and my grades reflected it. I believe them. I believe them because my grade, I think I had like between a two and two, five, two, five, 13 on the ACT, 13. Uh, I think it was either 13 or 12 on the ACT. They were right. But it was my turn to prove them wrong. And that's what I did. And it wasn't nothing about co- I could care less about about college. It was uh, it was about the opportunity to show that I can do this. And when I say I could care less, I mean that this was a personal battle that I had to prove to myself that I was more than what they were saying I was. And a lot of times, family. We can allow people to put labels on us that doesn't align with our destiny. And we have to understand that we don't have to subscribe to those labels, nor do we have to wear those labels. So I'll leave you with that family that be more than what you were yesterday. Always trust that if you execute on disciplines and on habits, you will be able to create the freedoms that you want. I've been your respectful host, E.D. This has been another Impact Secret Podcast show. I hope you enjoyed. Again, think about it. What if your time was worth $10,000 an hour? How would you spend it? Peace.